Welcome to the Auto Fade Podcast with Stoney and the Kid, where every game is a lock and every bet is a sweat. Welcome back to another bonus episode. We've got the Week 10 Prop Show. Uh, we did this a couple weeks ago. Did pretty well. The The parlay we gave out didn't exactly hit. I think we were a couple yards away on one. Um, shout out, Brees Hall. But um, the way we do this is each person presents three props. The other person then eliminates one of the other person's props and we have a little four-legger parlay or you can play it separate whichever way you want to do it um but we'll let stoney lead it off stoney what's your first prop yeah we're gonna go to monday night football with dalton kincaid over 52 and a half receiving yards look the last three weeks there's been no dawson knox for the buffalo bills and that's meant the world to dalton kincaid his snap share has gone up to, I believe last week it was like 88, 89%. So this guy's on the field for about every passing down. And looking at the last three weeks specifically, which is when Knox has been out, eight catches for 75 yards, five catches for 65 yards, and 10 catches for 81 yards. He's becoming what they kind of drafted him to be, which was the reliable second option behind Diggs for Josh Allen in this offense. And looking at the matchup versus the Denver Broncos, they've allowed the fourth most fantasy points to the tight end position. And looking at their last five weeks, they've had in week four, Cole Komet had 85 yards, two touchdowns against them. Week five, Tyler Conklin, 67 yards. And in the two matchups versus the Chiefs, Kels combined for 182 yards in those matchups. So tight ends are grubbing right now against the Broncos. Add in the fact that Dalton Kincaid's gone over this in all three games without Dawson Knox. I think his line should be set at like 65 moving forward. And so until the books catch up, we're going to keep going to it. Last week, it was at like 40. This week, it's already around the low 50s range. So they're catching up. But I still think we're one week away from him being properly priced. So at 52 and a half, I'll take what I think is like 10 to 15 yards of value and scoop it up with Dalton Kincaid as my first and probably favorite prop of the week. Yeah, I like Kincaid, man. He's uh, he's a really good football player. I do think he's a little undervalued, and I think the point of it's going to take a little bit before his line is probably where it should be. That's a good point. For my first one, I'm going to go to uh, one of the most interesting betting games of the week. It's, it's the Lions and the Chargers uh, to one of my favorite receivers in the league, and I hate saying that because he is a Detroit Lion. But Amon Ross St. Brown, I, I don't really look at, at props early on, um, but this is one that I was just kind of scrolling on on the good old sports book, and I saw this when I really liked it. Um, Detroit needs a bounce-back game, especially offensively, and Amon Ross is their go-to guy. He is a solidified wide receiver one. And this Chargers defense, while it's one of the most highest paid in the league, um, it's not very good. Brandon Saley's not a very good defensive coach. I think we all know that. The Chargers are 30th in the league in passing defense. They allow about 286 yards per game. Um, just a really bad, a really bad defense against the pass. And and the reason that the Chargers defense at times can look decent is because of their pass rush. But 
Um, the last time we saw this pass rush, it was against the Jets in an offensive line that's not very good. This Detroit offensive line is very good, and I think uh, they allow Jared Goff to have some time. And Amon Ra has had over 100 yards in five of the seven games that he's played. Uh, those of us that have him in fantasy know he's pretty reliable. He's Jared Goff's go-to guy, and the line is at 85 and a half, I think. I, I love this line. Um for two reasons, I think this game has um, maybe not like 35-31 shootout type potential, but I do think these offensives move the ball pretty easily. And uh, probably, like you said, my first and probably favorite prop of the week is Amon Ross St. Brown, over 85 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit before the show, and I, I liked Amon as well, so I, I think that's a good look. Looking at, yeah, that could be a sneaky shootout. I think the total is like 48 and a half. It could be, could see a 30 to 27 type game. Should be, should be a fun game. And Jared Goff is going home to where he's played for several years. So he's going to be comfortable slinging the rock. I like it. Looking at my second prop, I'm going to go to the Tennessee Titans and Will Levis's number one receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, over 61 and a half receiving yards. And Hopkins, two games with Will Levis. First game, he had four catches for 128 yards and three touchdowns. And then last week on Thursday Night Football, four catches, 60 yards. So came up just short of this. I want to say he had all 60 in the first half. And then Pittsburgh did a really good job of doubling him and kind of just scheming him out of the game in the second half. Luckily, he's going against a much worse secondary this week in Tampa Bay. They're the second worst pass defense in the NFL. And looking at the last two weeks specifically, last week, C.J. Stroud and company absolutely tore up this Tampa Bay secondary. They had three pass catchers with over 100 yards, which is just crazy in any NFL game that you ever see that. Um, But especially when it was Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, and and Tank Dell, just not, you know, not murderer's row, but they got the job done against this Tampa Bay defense. And then looking at the week before, the Bills had four guys go for 65-plus yards against this Bucks defense. So safe to say the secondary is reeling right now. And then you look at the Titans side of things. Levis was named the starter, and it's presumed that that will be for the rest of the year. And I think that's a vote of confidence to not only Levis, but to this wide receiver core. They've got a young kid in there who's slinging the rock right now. I think Hopkins in the group will be happy that they're sticking with the young kid. And so... When you look at Tampa Bay, they do have a top 10 run defense. And so if there is a way that the Titans might be slowed down on Sunday, it will probably be on the ground. So I think that we might start to see the Titans have an uptick in their passing volume. And so if we get Levis out there slinging on the rock, Henry struggling on the ground and they have to throw it a little bit more, I think D-Hop could have another big day here. I think he gets 80 or 90 yards here. So it's 61 and a half. I really like it for my second prop of the week. I like it going to D Hop. Um, good point about the Bucks secondary. Um, they have been not playing the best of football. With my second prop, I'm going to go to probably a little bit of a gross pick. I'm going to go to the game in Germany. I'm going to go to Zach Moss. Zach Moss had a couple games early in the season where um, I think even now I think he's like fifth in the league in rushing. Um, but Jonathan Taylor getting paid, being back. He is the feature back in this offense. That is that is true. Um, but it doesn't mean Zach Moss is not a part of the offensive game plan. 
Um, and also in games that Zach Moss has eight or more carries, he has an average of 94 yards. Um, he's been playing very well when he has gotten the opportunities. I think this is going to be a positive game script. Um, if you listen to the episode of this week, I, I am playing the Colts, and I think the Colts handle business. And I think this is going to be an opportunity where Zach Moss can get 10 or so carries. So I don't think you know him getting 30 yards is um, going to be that hard. Uh, the Pats defense, you know, it's Bill Belichick. Uh, I'll say it 100 times. Bill Belichick's overvalued, especially by Vegas. This this run in defense is 15th in the league. Um, it's not a it's not a, t- a defense that teams are scared of anymore. And I, I do think, of course, JT is going to get the majority of the snaps. But I think if we can get Zach Moss to that eight to nine mark as far as carries, um, I think this is going to be a pretty easy over. And like I said, I think it's going to be a game where the Colts get out ahead. Um, they're running the football early and often. And I think Zach Moss, especially in those short yardage situations, he's been shown to get the ball um, a lot. And I love Zach Moss over 28 and a half. Yeah, this one surprised me a little bit. I wasn't, I'm not going to lie, but I I can see where you're coming from, especially if you think it's going to be a positive game script, then both both backs should get enough work to where Moss can go over this. So I don't hate it at all. Looking at my third prop of the week, Brees Hall over 65 and a half rushing yards. I know that he cost us the parlay last time, but I do think <laughs> this is a spot where he bounces back. He's been bottled up for three straight weeks. I'm not going to sit here and say he's gone over this the last couple weeks. He hasn't. But looking at those three matchups specifically, Philadelphia's got the best run D in the NFL. They tried. They just weren't getting anywhere um, versus Philly. The Giants game, it was bad weather. Everybody knew that neither team was going to throw the ball, so the Giants put nine, ten guys in the box the whole game. And then looking at the last week versus the Chargers, it was a blowout. However, Brees still got 16 carries, so they're trying to get this guy the ball, but if the Jets are down 20, there's not much they can do about running the football. This week, I think all that changes. The Jets are, it's essentially a pick on Sunday night football versus the Raiders. So I don't think we're going to have to worry about a super negative game script here. I think the Jets defense gets after Aiden O'Connell and allows the Jets offense to willingly run the ball the entire game. And that's what you want to do against this Vegas team. They're the second worst run D in the NFL. Looking at the last three weeks and how backs have fared against the Raiders, Saquon in a blowout where the Giants lost 30-6, to still got 16 carries for 90 yards against the Raiders. Looking at the week before that, that's when Jameer Gibbs and Craig Reynolds went crazy. They had 40 carries for 220 yards. And then three weeks ago, Deontay Foreman of the Chicago Bears had 16 carries for 89 yards. Teams run all over this Vegas team. And I think that this is a get-right spot for Brees Hall and this Jets rushing offense specifically. I think they can run the ball the entire game. I think Brees has a monster day here. It goes for 100 plus. So at 65 and a half, I think we're getting a suppressed line because of the last couple of weeks. I think this should be closer to 80. So for my third prop, I like Brees over 65 and a half this week. Yeah, I'm not going to let the uh, I'm not going to let the PTSD from from last time my pick with Brees get into my head um, at all. I think, you know, Vegas definitely is struggling against the run. 
And I think this is a game. I don't know what to make of that game, um, but I do think the Jets can hold their own, especially for the first halves and um, get Brees Hall the ball as much as possible. For my next bet, um, this is a prop that it's kind of a complimentary prop to how I see this game going. Uh, I brought up in the Week 10 episode the stat that on the road this year, Washington has covered and gone over the team total four out of five games. I think this is a sneaky shootout. I think this is one of those, like, could be the highest scoring game of the of the week. And, you know, Seattle's defense is 21st um, against the pass. Sam Howell has kind of been up and down this season. He's had some games where he's looked really good. Eric Bieniemy looks like he's, you know, speaking to his quarterback and he's looked like a guy that they can lean on a little bit. He's had other games where he's struggled. Um, but in those four games that um, I talked about on the road, he has eight passing touchdowns. And so my third prop is going to be Sam Howell over one and a half touchdowns. You can get it for plus money. I think it's plus 106 on FanDuel. Um, it, it's one of those where I, it's, it's kind of a feel bet that kind of leans on the trends that I like for this game. I really like the over in this game. I really like this to be a, you know, 31-28 type game where the Seattle kind of comes out on top. And I think Sam Howell kind of balls against this defense. Look, Seattle's defense is young and they can make plays, but they also can allow a lot of explosive plays. And even if it's they kind of catch a garbage touchdown in the in the fourth quarter for to get Sam Howell to two. Um, I really like Sam Howell over one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, so that's going to be our six props. Stoney, I'm going to kick it to you. What's the one prop you're going to take off? Yeah, I'm going I'm going back and forth. I, I like Amon out of your three. I think that one's going through no matter what. Trying to decide on Moss versus Sam Howell. I really liked your read on the Washington Seattle game on Tuesday when we did the pod. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to throw Sam Howell into the next round. So I think the two I'm going to go with are love it. Sam Howell and Amon for your, for my favorite two of your three props. Gotcha. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I love all three of your props. I like your read on D hop. Um, love the read on Kincaid. Um, I think, that line's a little short. He's kind of proven to be one of Josh Allen's go-to guys here lately. Um, and I love Brees, man. I'm, I, I do think Brees is good. Um, I think with a better quarterback, Brees would be outstanding. But I'm going to kick D-Hop off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Brees over 65 and a half. I like that a lot. So if we put those four... We got Sam Howell over one and a half passing touchdowns. Amon Ra over 85 and a half receiving yards. Dalton Kincaid over 52 and a half receiving yards. And Brees Hall over 65 and a half rushing yards. That's a four-legger. And it comes out to plus 1262. Love it. How are we feeling about that, Stoney? That's good. And hey, always with props, you play them all straight. You put a little bit on the parlay. We promote responsible gambling here. Don't just put one unit on the parlay, and then when it goes three for four, you're down one unit on the day. No. Put a unit on all of them straight. Put a quarter or half on it on the parlay. 
get three out of four, you still you still should be positive for the week. So know how to split up the units with these. But yeah, I, I like I like the props that were presented this week. And I think I think we got a shot to go four for four. Love it. Preaching a little bankroll diversity there. I love it, Stoney. So that's gonna be our six props that we presented and the four we're gonna stick with. Um again, the parlay comes out to plus twelve sixty two. Uh let's hit one, Stoney. Let's hit one. Uh look forward to to this week in football. A couple of couple of interesting games we got going. But that's gonna be it for the week ten prop show. We will see you next week. Uh, looking to week 11. Thanks again for being a part of the Auto Fade podcast family. Stoney and the Kid appreciate your support.